Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Taylor Teasley with us. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. How are you? Fantastic. Doing great, thank you. Amazing. Yes. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've all, honestly, I've been so stoked to talk to you guys. Like, no joke. I was like, I know I'm going to have a good time when I talk to these, these two. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we are a bit, a bit mad, but uh, yeah, it's always good fun. Are we all the time? So tell us and all the other crazy women in the world, who is Taylor Teasley? So I am Taylor Teasley. I am a country, country soul musician um, from Southern California. And most people are like, country, California, Los <laughs> Angeles. Like what? <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually born and raised here. Um, and my whole journey has been a lot, um, in the sense of finding who I was as an artist, what my genre really was. Um, cause I had that soulful raspiness, um, voice, you know, and in the LA area, it's mainly, you know, your pop, you know, or even like hip hop kind of stuff like that. Um, so I always felt kind of hard finding my place especially in college when I was in pop classes and we would tour we toured in Hawaii and we did a lot of pop songs you know from like the 70s till now and um I always had a hard time finding my place and throughout time I realized like okay I'm more of a chill vibe like maybe like some coffee house like maybe a wine bar you know that kind of thing I was like I don't think I'm I don't think I'm Katy Perry um <laughs> Uh, but I always, um, I always knew I was supposed to be involved in music, no matter what. Um, when I graduated high school, whatever, I knew music was my calling. I just did not know what avenue because I've been a musician my entire life. I'm 26 now and I've been a musician since I was four. I started out on keys and I taught myself guitar at 13 and I've been playing it since. And now it's mainly my main instrument, um, with guitar. Um, and it's been a journey. It's been a journey because finding, finding yourself as an artist, at least for me, is not easy. Um, it's, you have all these different kinds of genres, even within the country music, you have different genres and it's kind of like, well, where do I really fit where? And for me, it was more of like, where does my soul fit? Like when I sing music or like when I even listen to music, what really grabs me? what really makes, you know, pulls on my heartstrings, that kind of thing. Um, and it really honestly wasn't till, you know, a little bit before COVID and mainly when COVID came and it allowed me to that time where I was like, okay, this is who I am. Like spending hours in my studio. Um, I mean, hours, like hours, hours. <laughs> I'm in here every single day. And um, it allowed me that time to really, you know, find myself and see who really am I as an artist. Um, and 
the the people you know I relate to like even like I just realized I'm wearing the shirt uh, mm-hmm. like Chris Stapleton you know I I relate a lot of my soul my passion my music to that Chris Stapleton vibe um, just because it's soulful um, it's music that really grabs you um, takes you out of reality uh, and that's kind of you know it's kind of who I am I want reality is great but at the same time it's Sometimes we want to be taken out of that for a minute, even if it's just with one song, you know? Absolutely. So who are some of the women that have inspired you to kind of, uh, obviously you knew you always wanted to be in music, but who are some of the women that you've really looked up to and went, wow, this is awesome. And then just felt inspired by them. So growing up, I mean, my dad's from Georgia. So I had that country music background. Um, He moved out to California and uh, met my mom and whatnot, but she likes more of like, you know, R&B kind of, you know, music. And I still love R&B, but um, I grew up listening to a lot of Shania Twain, like a lot. Like that was like my parents, like one of their favorite artists in the 90s, you know, and I'm a 90s baby. Uh, so I kind of grew up in the middle of it. <laughs> um, and I went we, went, we even went to a concert, actually. I was like three. I fell asleep. <laughs> but I look back at that and I'm I'm honest about it because most people would be like, God, you fell asleep. I mean, I was three years old, you know, and it was like 11 o'clock at night. Like I was tired. Um, but Shania is a huge, like I, I probably watch her videos all the time, like all the time, even just like from the nineties, you know, it's good music. Um, but even going back a little further, like my dad introduced me to, um, like Loretta Lynn, I have a um, a photo actually assigned. Where is it? There we go. Okay, I have a sign. Yeah, I always I have a hard time with this for some reason. Um, but it's uh, a signed uh, photo of Loretta Lynn, and I would say that she has really inspired me um, over the years. And sorry, guys, I just realized my thing fell. This is what you get, guys. You get the real stuff here. There's no like outtakes and like everything it just happens um but Loretta Lynn's a big inspiration for me but Dolly Parton has really really inspired me I saw her um quite a few years ago with my dad and uh we went to one of her concerts and see it happened again guys (laughs) see what I gotta deal with here this this is me this is what you get guys sorry um it's perfect seriously it's all good uh, we're gonna try to get this to stay. I don't know if it's going to, but we're gonna we're gonna try. There you go. Okay, I don't want to touch it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, Dolly Parton, um, her writing style, her stories, her authenticity, everything about that is really what inspires me as an artist. You know, and um, growing up, music was always one of those avenues that I looked, I looked at and was like, okay, like, I really like who they are as a person, not even just so much as an artist. A lot of times it was about who are they, you know, like Dolly does a lot of giving back, things like that. And I look up to things like that because I'm like, I'm nowhere near like Dolly in the sense, and we're, I'm busy. So I can only imagine, you know, people like that. And at the same time, you look at it and you're like, you make time for just the smallest gestures. And to me, like that, that's inspiring for me, at least, you know, 
Um, but I would definitely say like those three women for sure. Um, but my, my parents have always had me involved in music. So it was always, I never really looked even just like at women. Shania was a big one for me growing up, but, um, it's for me, it's really just the music. Where does it take me? That's really what, you know, inspires me. I just, in everyday life, you know, even my friends, you know, like Stephanie Ryan, you know, I think she, like, she's one of my really good friends and we met over, over this whole COVID thing online and we talk all the time and she inspires me a lot of the times, you know, so it's kind of, she's, I don't know, it's just, it's an interesting thing for me, but I get inspired by just these little things, you know, throughout life. Perfect. Actually, talking about Stephanie Ryan, obviously we had her on our show, make sure you check that out, but you also co-wrote with her, didn't you, on her recent song? I did. Uh, Ain't Nothing Better. I was a co-writer on her with uh, Darian Lee, and that was our first co-write ever together. Um, And I remember, like, I think Stephanie and Darian were, like, on a live stream together, and I was, like, watching and I knew both of them, but we didn't really all connect together. And I was like, we should like write sometime. Like, I feel like we would write really well together, like just have fun, you know? And they were like, yeah, like, let's do it. So we set something up later that day. And uh, about a month later, we, we did our first co-write and it was that song. Um, and like Stephanie said, um, like, as soon as we wrote it, she knew, like, I want to release this. Like this, this is something I do want to release. Um, and for me, it was a surreal moment because that was like my first, in my opinion, big thing for me. Like that really mattered to me. The fact that I was a part of something that not only I'm friends with this person, you know, I'm proud of, of the song, you know, I mean, I do like whiskey myself, but uh, you know, it's something that it was, I never really thought about it a year ago that that would have happened. Yeah. You know, and I'm one of those people, I reflect on life a lot. Like, I don't know if maybe too much, but <laughs> I always do that. I reflect on my life. I reflect on, I reflect on the past a lot just to see, like, wow, like, you know, I've come this far. I've come this way. Kitty. Um, but, <laughs> um, She's listening. So cute. Um, but yeah. And, you know, it's things like, things like that. Like, even to this day, I mean, the song's doing really, like, really well. And I'm, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of us. You know, I'm proud of just the whole entire thing all together, you know, and it was a really cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think she just put out that she's, they've just hit 10,000 plays or something. So yeah, I I, I saw that it was doing absolutely amazing. So it must feel, you know, it must make you really proud knowing that you're a part of something that has, you know, you know, has done so well. So absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think it's almost near, between Spotify and Apple Music, I think it's almost at 20K altogether. Um, and it was released on the 5th. I don't even know what day it is. So, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to like, when was that? <laughs> About 19 days ago. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, you know, like she was saying, like, she's never had a song even, like, perform this well so quickly, you know. And for me, it's kind of like, wow, like, I was a part of that, like, I'm beyond proud of her because she came in with this idea and wanted us to be a part of it. I'm honored alone because of that. Like when she's like, Hey, I want you guys to be a part of this. Like to me, like I look at stuff like that and I'm like, wow, like you wanted me to be a part of it. Like you could have picked anybody else, you know, that kind of thing. So I I have an appreciation for things like that, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a firm believer. We all meet people for a reason and everything that happens in our life is for a reason. And, you know, it takes us in directions and ways we can't absolutely. imagine sometimes. Oh, absolutely. And that's like literally one of my biggest mottos. Everything happens for a reason. Good, bad, anything. It all happens for a reason. Like there's a reason that there's a reason, obviously, like I met you guys, you know, because we're perfect. <laughs> we're like the three musketeers it's fine like <laughs> you know i'm excited do i get a sword to play with I don't. <laughs> no but really though like you look at stuff like that and for me it's like that's cool you know you meet new friends you know you make these uh, these these connections with people that's exciting for me at least you know especially virtually like who would have thought crazy we have something to thank covid for these amazing people we get to meet is just, you know. Yeah. If there was anything, you know, that coming out of it that you'd be like, you know what? If there was anything positive or anything you would take from it is mm-hmm. the fact that we've met so many amazing people, mm-hmm. um, you know, along this journey, because it has been a journey in a sense, like nobody knew what was happening. Nobody knew what we were going to go through, <laughs> you know, and we all found each other within it. Yeah. You know, we all adapted because, you know, this is what we're used to. And it's like, well, what do we do now? We, we can't have shows. We, we can't do anything, you know, like, so what are we supposed to do? In a way, you have to say, like, thank God for social media. You know, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of social media as it is. Like, I've never really been one that's like prior to COVID. I'll tell you guys this. Prior to COVID, my Instagram was private. It was private. Yeah. I think I had like eight, maybe 1800 followers or something like that. And I had it mainly because of schooling In college. We had to be in for music. We had to be friends. And like, that was our way of, you know, speaking yeah. with, with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and March came and it was like, Oh, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> um, and I ended up scheduling my first live stream in April. And I still think about that. Oh my God. If not daily, because like, I remember my hands, I was so like sweaty (laughs) and nervous because it was just me on my Instagram and I had never gone live on Instagram before. Um, and I was like, I don't know how people are going to take this. Who's going to see this? Like, what am I going to sound like? What am I going to look like? Like, you know, it was, I, I, cause I'm one of those people's, I want things to look good. I want them to sound good, but I want them to be authentic. Yeah. You know, I, I started off my live stream, um, with a microphone like back there and I have this whole setup. Uh, I went to school and got my certification in audio engineering. Um, and so I had it connected where my audio goes straight into my phone, into my live stream. It sounded great, but for me, I looked back at it and I was like, it's not authentic though, because people are going to wonder, you know, like, Oh, does she have auto tune on that? Or like, does she have pitch correction? You know what? Everyone uses it. That's the thing though. I'm going to be honest. Every artist uses it. They use pitch correction at some point. I didn't use it live. I don't really care to use it live. Um, the connections aren't that great. So it's likely to mess up just saying, but <laughs> um, there's been a couple like famous, you know, entertainers where it's happened, you know? Uh, but for me, I was kind of like, you know what? I just want it to be, raw real and that's kind of what I aim for with music I just like it to be just raw vulnerable and you get what you get you can't take time back you know 
Perfect. I, I think that's that. one thing definitely in country music. Everyone likes that authentic, authentic side and oh, yeah. real, you know? Oh, absolutely. And that's kind of what led me to country music because I've been a part of, I've listened to so much, so many other genres growing up. I mean, I had, you know, I went country, R&B, hip hop, pop, had my emo phase, um, <laughs> things like that. Everyone goes through them. You know, we all go through those little phases. Um, and don't get me wrong. The thing is, is I think I've taken something from a lot of different genres in a sense like growing up my mom listening to a lot of like earth wind and fire you know very white things like that a lot of soul music but then I also listened to a lot of country on the other hand and I think that's kind of where I was just meshed together you know because I feel like when I do when I do music it's I have this soulful feeling you know behind it you know and I like to connect emotionally to songs you know so it's not just a song you know, it has a story or it has a feeling behind it that yeah. maybe even just one person might connect to, you know. I think that's what country music is, though. It's a very vulnerable, uh, vulnerable genre. You know, yeah. people really open up. They really, you know, give themselves yeah. to the song. So, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Okay. This is the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our quick fire questions part. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> you can come back on more often, I tell you. <laughs> we'll start doing okay. live streams. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Will you take over our Instagram too while you're at? Yeah, right, let's do it. Take over everything. Let's go. Okay. I'll start today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, early bird or night owl? Oh, God. Night owl, I'm up to like 3 a.m. half the time writing music, but. I mean, I get up usually kind of on the earlier side as it is, and I like to be productive in the morning. But I would definitely say I like to be like a night owl. I like the city light, like the cities. Like I like the darker stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm not a big bright like sun person. <laughs> I didn't know how to phrase that. <laughs> I didn't know how to phrase that. I was like, um, you're kidding, California. <laughs> Thank you. As if I haven't heard this. No, but really, my oh my god, I told my my friends this and stuff, and they're like, "So you live in California? Why?" Like, because like right now, like we're having like seventy five degree weather, and it's like bright and sunny. But then on the other side of the country, it's like negative eh, twenty seven. Like, <laughs> you know, complete opposites. But um, I I like gloomy. I like rain stuff like that so I prefer probably I would say I'm more of a, a night owl person you should live in the UK <laughs> that's perfect. what people keep telling me <laughs> it's cold it's wet it's miserable you love it <laughs> sounds like me it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um beach or countryside countryside I'm not a beach person really oh god no I hate beach <laughs> <laughs> favorite season winter or is that like the 20 degree winter or yeah well, here's the thing. i mean i've been to like i don't mind it when it's super super cold because for me i can warm up mm. when it's hot i can't cool off so it's like what am i supposed to do like <laughs> you know so for me i would rather have it cold like all like all the time son if i could live without you i'm good like thank you but uh, 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I would definitely say winter. I mean, I've been in like negative degree weather when I was in, I was in Korea a couple years, like, not a couple years ago, like five years ago or something. Um, and it was like negative 21, I think, or something, but, and it was cold. It was cold, but I was like dressed for it. So I think, I don't know, maybe that, uh, could have helped it, but we'll just go with winter, maybe fall spring no allergies no I have horrible allergies like horrible um and anything like will make me sneeze when it comes to like anything like outside (laughs) so no no spring and definitely no summer way too hot for me okay your biggest fear oh (laughs) I got I got deep real quick um God, that's a, I don't really think about things like this, I guess, you know, like I always, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic in a lot of ways. Um, and I never feel about, we're going to, for fear wise, I don't want to say like, maybe not being honest in the say of like living and trying and doing what I want, you know, and not giving the effort for it and like, or not trying it because I try to always stay positive no matter what, I try not to look at the negative or hear the negative, or I know that there's negative out there. Obviously not everything is going to be rainbow rainbows and unicorns. I get that. (laughs) I get that. But at the same time, I always look at it and I'm kind of like, if I don't try, I don't know. And there's been things that like over time, I'm like, I don't know, could I have done this better? You know, things like that. I think it's, I don't know. That's a hard question. That's a hard question for me, at least, just because I always try to fear wise. I mean, I think it's just not being on it, not being true to what I want to do, you know, and looking back and regretting that maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I also don't like spiders, but just, I feel <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, you said a biggest fear, but I was like, you know what, on like a real level where other people might relate, I don't like spiders. Yeah. <laughs> don't bring those near me. <laughs> Favorite holiday? Christmas. It's usually cold. <laughs> it's usually cold and there's a vibe. You're with your family. You're with your loved ones. And it just has this, like people say, like magical feeling, you know, mm-hmm. like putting up Christmas lights or, you know, things like that. I love, I love that. Now Thanksgiving I like too because there's food. I love food um but I would say definitely Christmas with like all the vibes and all the fam favorite drink are we talking alcoholic or non both Both. (laughs) (laughs) did my my facial expression say it all um alcoholic wise whiskey sour that is my drink all day not literally all day every day not literally but <laughs> well, I realized I said that was like, Whoa, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was like well this could be taken real different um no but I uh, I love whiskey sours um I don't really drink a lot as it is um but I have actually um Sugarland Shine out in Tennessee uh shipped me out uh, a bunch of moonshine uh I think like a couple months ago and I'm like kind of obsessed with it now like it tastes pretty good like I have uh apple pie moonshine over here mm. um that's actually really good the uh the peach one's really good too um but I would definitely say whiskey sour for sure 
Uh, when it comes to non-alcoholic, oh, like, <laughs> it's <a> non-alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Um, I mean, I'm a I'm a huge like coffee drinker. Uh, I love coffee. I also like tea. Um, but I'm more probably more coffee, but uh, I don't really drink a lot of sodas. If I do, it's root beer. Um, that's like a weakness for me. Like if I did have like, if we have like pizza, stuff like that, I want a root beer. Like that's, that's like my jam right there. Um, but I would definitely say like coffee is probably like one of my favorite things to drink. I would, if it didn't keep me up at night, even though I'm already up late, um, I would drink more. <laughs> I would drink more of it during the day, but okay. that's cool. coffee. we'll go with that. Um, left or right handed? Right-handed. You're like, I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> you, like, asked it, and I was um, like, wait. My other left hand? No. Right-handed. Right-handed. <laughs> Favorite animal? Panda. <gasps> I love pandas. Like, it's it's an obsession. Like, I think they're so cute. Don't get me wrong. Giraffes are cute, too. And so are little <laughs> elephants. Little, like I always think about it. I'm like, oh my god, what if we had like a miniature elephant or like a little miniature like panda walking around the house or something? I just think that'd be so cute. But like on a real level of things like you could actually like have that like aren't illegal. <laughs> um, dogs. I'm obsessed with dogs. Like I don't have any anymore. I've had one my entire life. Um, but um, I love German Shepherds, but. I have another, I have a, technically, I mean, a niece in the sense of, of a dog. Her name's Riley. She's a Shih Tzu. She's, my brother and um, <clears throat> my sister-in-law have a little, a little Shih Tzu and she's pretty cute and I'm, I'm pretty obsessed with her, so. <laughs> As any aunt should be. <laughs> Basically, yes. Like, I always say, like, Auntie Taylor, hi. <laughs> and they would tell her, like, do you want to go see Aunt Taylor? Do you want to go see her? And she gets so excited. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Oh. Okay, so your favorite color? Green. I didn't even have to think about that one. <laughs> that was quick. That no, was, that was really quick. Green, like, like, oh. I have green, like, sure. it's dark green or light green? Or is there a difference? Doesn't matter. Hunter, olive. Hunter green, so like, this kind of green, and then I like, like, olive green. I don't have anything to show you that's olive green, but that, that color. But no, like, bright green? No. No. I don't like, I don't really care for uh, like neons or pastels. No neon? No neon. Okay, when it comes to like highlighters, oh, I'll be highlighting cool. all day. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll so be highlighting all day. That's, that's a whole completely different level of green now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, if you could talk to anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to talk about? I know that's thoughtful. I, I know. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, uh. <laughs> um, I think one of my biggest, ooh, they would probably be like family, family members for the most part. Um, my Papa Teasley, he, uh, he was a bluegrass musician. Um, and he passed in, um, 88, I believe. And I actually, I have one of his guitars that he had custom made. And on the headstock up here, it says Teasley. It says our last name. Um, and for me, I would really, really want to like sit down and just like talk to him, you know, and just be like, 
also like what was the music industry like you know when you were in it like what did you go through you know because I mean my dad tells me things because he would go on the road with them and things like that Um, but it's nothing like you know talking to somebody who's on that stage playing you know bluegrass music you know and I have even like his one of his mandolins here Um, and I think that that would definitely be somebody that I would I would really really want to talk to for sure. That's an awesome answer for sure. What's one of your hobbies? <laughs> you know, besides like playing guitar and, and keyboard and, you know, doing music, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> you said that right now, but it reminded me, side note really quick. Um, I always, every single day, I usually get somebody asking me like, do you ever like, are you ever not in your studio? Like, do you ever not? Like, there's people I talk to, you know, that, you know, I've known for a lot of my life, even they'll be like, Hey, how are you? Like, just checking in, like what's going on. And every single time I'm like, Oh, I'm just in my studio practicing or working on music and like blah, 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 blah. And like, they should have asked me like, so do you do anything else other than that? Like, (laughs) and I do actually, it's for me though, it's um, right now my, this is my job, you know, this is my job in the sense it just, it's very important for me. And it's in a way it's, it's almost like having just a job that you enjoy, you know, like, why do you want to stop that kind of thing? You know, and that's what it is for me. Um, but when I do is I love to read. Um, I like, I like to work out. Um, I love hiking, like hiking. I love it. I haven't done it in a while. Um, but I, I love, love to hike. Um, I like to look up, I like to look up recipes. I don't know. I love to look at that I don't know why I like to watch videos of people making stuff like I'm more of a food person than it is like a baking person um I'm not a huge I'm, I like sweets but I'm more of like a savory kind of person um put garlic on it and I'm gonna eat it um <laughs> literally literally um but yeah I mean I have I mean you said other than working on music but like songwriting has been like a huge thing of mine lately like that's I'll do it first thing in the morning. I'll do it in the middle of the day. I'll do it at night, like all within the same day. Like for me, it's kind of, that kind of has been like, I don't want to say a hobby because it's not really like, it's something that I do thoroughly enjoy and it's part of my job. Mm -hmm. But in a way it kind of is like a hobby in the sense, because it's something you enjoy and that you do in your free time. (laughs) (laughs) So for you, lyrics or melody first or both? Um, both because there's there's songs I've written I would say majority of the time my lyrics come first because I might be in bed or something like that and I might wake up and I might get an idea for like a song and I'll really quick you don't even want to see my notes on my phone um I'll write it in my notes you know and just be like okay blah 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 and I'll be like oh wait but that could be a cool line too and I'll just keep going and then the next day I'll be like you know what let me write let me write, you know, maybe a melody to it or put some, put some chords to it or something like that. Um, but kind of a toss up, maybe majority lyrics though. If you're a musical, what musical would you be? <laughs> you're like a little laugh. <laughs> I was like kind of like an evil laugh. Uh, so I'm expecting something, uh, you know, kind of evil. I'm, you know what? I've never been asked that. That's why I was like, Ooh, like this is, this is different. Um, you know it's different. I love it. Like, I like this because it's like, I'm not like projecting like, oh, what are they going to ask me next? Like that kind of thing. 
Um, musical. Oh my gosh. Oof. That's a hard one. Um, I don't even know. Um, oh my gosh. I mean, I haven't seen a ton of, like, I don't really watch, I haven't watched a ton of musicals over my life. Um, I had a lot of, in my early college years, I had to do a lot of things um, involving that, um, <clears throat> where we had to do, like, you know, like, Hamilton, those kind of things. Um, but I don't know if there's an actual musical that I would say, if I, if I was one, I don't think I, I don't think I have one. If you guys have one for me, I mean, you guys know me pretty well already, then please, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Does it have green? Is it cold? Uh, yeah, is it green? Is it cold? Is it I'm thinking weird? frozen on ice, but no, I'm <laughs> just for the temperature. Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new Olaf in the house. <laughs> oh, if you could be a mythical creature, what creature would you be? A mythical creature? Ooh. Um... Here's the thing, a mythical creature. <laughs> All I can think about is literally like one thing, and that's just because I've been called that over my life. <laughs> I've had people tell me like a vampire. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> the dark, the gloomy, cold. Oh, so people are like, oh, like, or like, even like in high school, like I used to always get like, oh, like you should have been part of the ca- the Twilight cast. Like things like that, just because I guess I don't know. I don't. Want, I'm really white. Like I don't. I take care of my skin. Like I don't know. And I have like dark features in the sense. I don't know. But that was the first thing that came to my mind because that's been like my that's been like my nickname my whole life, <laughs> which I'm fine with. I'm like, oh, you know what? They're nice to look at. Like some, you know, they're a little scary looking, but they like the cold. Like they're it, it fits, I guess. <laughs> Oh, if you were a Disney character, what character would you be? Oh, a Disney character. Maybe I should say Sesame Street. There's a vampire there. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would definitely, let's see here. I've never really, like, associated myself with a Disney character. Um, I like certain Disney characters. <laughs> But um, I was like obsessed with Beauty and the Beast when I was little, like obsessed. Like it, I don't know if it was like, it was like an obsession, like real, real bad. Um, but or like Anastasia, I was like obsessed. She was like a role model for me when I was little. Um, I don't know why. I literally was like, oh my god, Anastasia! I even had like a little party and everything. Um, yeah. I had like a full on birthday party. It was like all Anastasia themed. And I'm pretty sure in like some keepsake box I have the balloons or something to go with it. But um Perfect. I don't know. That's a hard one. You guys are asking me questions. I really like I'm one of those people where I have to like I think about these things like in depth. Like I'm like, ooh, like let me think here. <laughs> Come back and do a live event and be like, okay, so Yeah, so here we go. So she has the answers now, guys. <laughs> So well, let's try for something maybe easier. How about your top two favorite snacks? Okay, snacks. Oh man, see, lots of things. Like for my snacks, I eat like food for my snacks. Um, like, like get me some chicken wings. Mm. Those hit on a lot of 
do they have to be what? hot or I prefer them hot. I like spicy <laughs> food. I love spicy food. Um, but I mean, I'll eat them plain, like put a little ranch on there and I'll eat them. But I prefer the spicy ones, but um, snack wise, oh man, I love food. I love food. Get me like wings or you get me some like, most of the time, I mean, I eat pretty light as it is. I eat like every couple of hours. I'm one of those people. So there's always snacks involved. Like get me some like Doritos or some like, oh, okay. So Ruffles, here's a new snack. Here's a new snack that I've, I have found that I'm like, yes. Um, Ruffles has a double crunch hot wing chip. I will sit there and eat that entire bag in one sitting. That tells you how much I like hot wings. (laughs) (laughs) So we all know the way to Taylor's heart by a hot wings. <laughs> oh, Chris, you sorted. There you go, Ruffles. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you're hard to stop by. There's always great stuff in my house, so. Oh, yeah. I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hot, though, right now. Um, I'd wait till next, uh, I don't know, January, maybe? I'm not sure when our next <laughs> step's coming because it's hot. It's like 80-something today. I'm going to tank again because I can't take it, so. Oh, man. No, that, that's hot. That's hot in February. Mm. Oh man, it's cold. Well, it's lucky you. you. <laughs> it's freezing here. Seriously, I've been, you know, I've been wearing layers just to stay warm. It's that cold here, so there you go. Yeah, it's too warm here for me. In my opinion, <laughs> everyone, I'm like seventy something, and everyone, like all my friends in Nashville, are like, "Are you kidding me right now? You have a problem with seventy two? Like, <laughs> yeah." If it was 72 and not not have the sun out, then okay, maybe. But it's too hot when you get into the 70s and then the sun's beaming on you and you're like, what am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> so I just stay inside and work on music. <laughs> Literally. That's cool. I love that. So um, if you could, what's one song that you would recommend everyone needs to listen to? Hmm. That's a, that's a broad question. <laughs> okay, so what's one song that you've been listening to lately that is like, this is a song that you would tell Stephanie to listen to? Be like, hey, you gotta check out the song. Oh, we do that all the time. So <laughs> but then we'll send, like, we'll send each other songs and we're just like, why? <laughs> um, or there's songs that we're like, um, like, whoa, this is a really good song. But the first one that actually came to my mind was... Uh, I don't know why, but it's, I've been listening to it a lot lately too, is, um, I'll give you two. Want to throw back to somewhat recent, uh, throwback wise, don't close your eyes by Keith Whitley. Mm-hmm. That is one of my favorite songs. Um, I, per- I even like, I performed that song. Um, I'm obsessed with that song, the storyline, the music behind it, just everything. It's real raw and almost anyone can relate to it at some point in their life, kind of, you know. Um, present, one that I'm, like, super, like, wow, I really like this. Like, I even, like, call my mom, showed her, whatever, is um, Either Way by Chris Stapleton. I, that song, all it is is guitar and vocals. Mm-hmm. That's it, the entire song. Um, and there's just this honesty behind it that I am just, like, wow, like, I wish, I almost, like, I wish I would have wrote that song. Like, it, to me, if you haven't listened to it, 
I'd go listen to it, please. Mm-hmm. For me, go listen to it, please. Like, <laughs> um, it's it's so good. <clears throat> okay. Now, this is the most important question okay. ever of your entire life, okay? Most important question. Right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favourite CWC host? <laughs> I think she's going to say Tigger. Camera to take a picture whenever we ask that question because everybody's face is like, it's so funny. I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a great question. I'll get back to you on that one, maybe. <laughs> that might be have to add it to the list. We'll have to do a part two to this, guys. <laughs> we'll do a part two. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do like a happy hour part two. <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. I love it. So, what does the rest of 2021 look like for you at the moment? Well, um, my big, one of my biggest things is obviously writing. Um, I, I write every single day, um, but recording music, getting it out, um, releasing it. That's like my biggest thing for 2021. Um, but I also do plan on hopefully with COVID chilling out and whatnot is heading to Nashville, um, staying there for a little bit, um, playing some shows. It's kind of the, the the plan you know it's kind of hard to have these plans and like people ask like oh when are you going to be in Nashville like it's hard but with COVID not knowing like okay what's happening like what's going on like I don't really know so I'm hoping maybe uh late late summer maybe early fall maybe then it'll be a little bit less right here everywhere (laughs) um and I can safely travel um over there and whatnot but that's that's mainly what my 2021 looks like um i do plan on at some point going back and see my family that's in georgia um my granny um my aunts um and uncles they live in uh they live in georgia and i was there two three years ago i think three years ago this summer it would have been three years um and i really want to go back there and the plan is to go there so we'll we'll see though it's just kind of COVID's kind of been putting everything up in the air. Yep. Yeah. Well, I have to say, this has been one of the most fun interviews I've had. I have to say. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is just me. Like <laughs> that's what it's about. That's that's it. That's exactly what we expect out of everyone that comes on and just be yourself yeah. and have fun. Yeah. Hello. Basically. Yeah. what I do I just show up and I'm like hey guys <laughs> thanks for being here also for those of you who will be viewing this uh later on thank you for watching this seriously um you obviously have learned a little bit about me kind of weird I'm kind of just me <laughs> and it is what it is perfect perfect no it's been fun it's been an absolute blast so yeah absolutely Make sure you check out all of Taylor's uh, socials, join up, check out videos and everything else. Yes, I have a, um, I'm working on a website actually currently. It's almost done actually. So I'll be launching that pretty soon. Uh, I have merch on the way. I'm designing a logo as well. There's a lot of little plans I'm doing at the moment currently. (laughs) Um, But uh, designing a logo, 
my website. So I'll also have that um, link to videos of me singing songs, um, originals, stuff like that. Perfect. Sounds good. Wonderful. Make sure y'all go check that out as soon as she gets that live. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Very soon. Thank you again thank for joining you us. Yeah, thank, thank you. Me. Honestly, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Our pleasure. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.